Blog Talk Radio. Now, success 
has its moments and failure has its moments. And one of the things we, uh, we do understand is that success and failure turn inside out. Well, first of all, I want to give you three, three ideas of, of failure that are important to understand. One is I want, to, want you to listen to three quotes and keep in mind this idea about failure and how to overcome it. So the first one goes like this. Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. That is by Thomas Edison. The next one is, our greatest glory is not in never failing, but in rising up every time we fail. And that's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. The next one is, begin and persevere. Remember, quitting is not an option. Be resilient no matter what obstacles you may face today. And that was by me, yours truly, Victor. So today, folks, I want to let you understand that when you're looking at failure, you have to have something in the, in the idea of how you're going to approach it. So one of the things we have to have is vision. What is your vision of success and failure? So when you look at things that you have not been able to accomplish, what is it that was disallowing you or what barrier was in front of you that didn't let you get to where you wanted to go? And a lot of times, it might have been your mindset, your motivation, possibly your knowledge or lack thereof of knowledge in doing that particular activity. Maybe you just weren't ready. There's a point in your activity that you're doing, the goal that you go after, and sometimes you may not be quite emotionally ready, psychologically ready, or even physically ready. Sometimes if we experience pain, that affects our ability to keep going. So when you think about the failures that you might have had in your life and the successes, what have you learned from both of those examples? Later on today in the broadcast, in the second half, I'm going to talk to you about some of my triumphs and some of my failures and share with you how I overcame those kind of situations through different mindsets, attitudes, motivations, and and what I knew. And part of it was networking, who I knew to help me with my problems. So one of the things we talk about is vision of success. Number two, am I ready to tackle this situation that I'm dealing with? So one of the reasons why we fail is we're just not ready sometimes. We may not have understood the whole process. So part of the failures, we learn what process works and what's not working. So it is a trial and error when we go through it. But a lot of times when we fail, we have a, an attitude about it that could take us away from continuing. So when we decide that the failure is not going to dictate what we're going to do, then we can go forward. So it's very important that our attitude about when we fail, where does it lead us to? Does it lead us back to disappointment? Or does it lead us to be stronger and say, you know what, I'm going to overcome that no matter what the cost. No matter, I need to sacrifice more. I need to believe in myself more. So in that idea, we have to have a certain attitude that pushes us forward. Because if we can't do that, then we are failures. So one of the things that we learn is when we fail, it's not how many times you fail or how many times you fall backward 
or fall down, but how many times do you get up? Haven't you heard that before in different quotes from many famous people? Now, successful people that you see in the world, they leave behind certain clues. If you look at today, we have the Super Bowl coming tomorrow, February uh, 5th, and it's the New England Patriots who have a tremendous amount of success, but they also have a tremendous amount of failure too. They did lose to the Giants. Uh, Tom Brady did great in that game, but then Eli Manning came over the top and succeeded and became a winner twice. But when you look at Tom Brady, he defines leadership. He defines the idea that I don't care if I fail, it's how much work am I putting in. So we need to put the work in when, when it comes to failure. He basically took his failures and said, what do I need to do differently? How do I approach this game differently the next time? What was it in my game that wasn't working that day? Now, one of the things we do find in the reasons why we make mistakes and we have some failures is our lack of follow-through and consistency. So when you look at some of the things that you're doing, have you seen yourself be inconsistent or maybe you haven't given it your whole full commitment? So one of the things we have to do, that's step three, is you have to drive yourself to be committed, embracing what it is that you failed, but you want to embrace I need to make adjustments. I need to do something different today. So that is the the key that we have to make. We have to make those small adjustments and say, okay, how do I regroup? How do I reposition my effort in another way? Basically, the approach that I took is not working. So what do I need to do to change that approach so that maybe success will come my way? So it's important that we make small, fine adjustments. And that's what basically Tom Brady does as a quarterback in his game. When it's not working for him, he's going to look for another weakness in that defense that could be working. He's going to talk to his coaches. He's going to tell them what he sees, what vision does he see in the field. Where is that player going and where are they attacking him in one way? He's going to do the opposite. He's going to lean towards another direction and take them off the game. So being very smart about your approach is very, and having that intelligent approach is very important. So we have to be committed. We have to embrace the idea of change. We have to have the resources available to us that allow us to be successful. When failure comes, what is your reaction to that failure? How do you respond at that moment when things are not going your way? Do you crumble or do you say, you know what, I just have to change what I'm doing. It's not working. What else could work? Do you ask the right questions? Sometimes we have to ask the questions to our leaders, people that have been there already, people that have been successful, like I said before, leave clues. We have to ask the people that know how to get there and people that are successful have failed. So we need to understand from their perspective what they learned from from failure as well as what we have learned from failure. important that we have the right discipline and the right idea of how to go about our business. So what I'd like to take time right now is to take a small break, check out this commercial, and we'll talk back after this. It starts with something little. It starts with something little. Tiny changes in the brain. It can happen to anyone. 
a request for information, a simple donation, things anyone can do. It steals your memories, your independence, your loved ones. It ensures care, support, a breakthrough. And one day. And one day. Sooner than you'd like. Sooner than you think. You die from Alzheimer's disease. We cure Alzheimer's disease. Do one little thing to help end Alzheimer's disease. The next click, call, or donation gets us closer to ending America's sixth leading cause of death. And that's big. Alzheimer's Association. The brains behind saving yours. Okay, what you just heard was the Alzheimer's Association. Um, you can see them on www.alz.org. That's where you can go check them out. They're a great organization. They've helped me and my family. When my mother was alive and she was suffering from Alzheimer's, they gave us a tremendous amount of information. Um, they're very helpful. You can call them. They have a 1-800 number. Uh, it's been really helpful in giving us the education that we needed at the time uh, when we were going through that difficult situation. So definitely check them out. That's, again, www.alz.org. ALZ.org. Okay, so we're going back to the the idea of how do we approach failure and how do we overcome it. So just recently I had spoken to you about a couple of different tips. One is we, number one, was to have a vision of success. How do you see yourself succeeding, having that vision, that strong vision? Number two, uh, embracing the, the idea of success and how you're going to go about it, your ability to respond effectively in the idea of how do you deal with the failure as it comes, do you have the right resources, number four, do you have the right resources to handle the situation, the other that I have for you is realizing that we make, we make certain adjustments can give us that, that idea of success eventually when we keep going. We also need to feel that the, what we're doing is important and we need to be consistent and follow through. So if we keep making the same mistakes, we have to change the way we do that, change the course of that situation. We have to receive, we have to get the knowledge. Where do we get that knowledge from? We find experts that can help us with some of our problems and we try to redo that again and see how we can follow through. So one of the things that is important is finding out what is it that I'm doing incorrect so that I can actually move forward. So today, like we say, we're talking about overcoming failures, and I want to share with you uh, some failures of myself and what I did to overcome them. One of the things that failure has taught me is we are very resilient if we take the time to do to do something like that. A lot of times we allow the failure to kind of consume us so much and it starts to play games on our mind. So unfortunately, failure can play a lot of games with you and it's renting space in your mind. So unfortunately, like I said before and earlier, if you respond to that failure as 
I can't do anything, I can't get out of this, then you won't. So one of the things that's important is what we think is what we do. So if you think you can never overcome a situation, you probably won't. So, But the reason why you feel you can't is because of what the emotion is a part of that. There's a strong emotion that makes you feel inadequate or not deserved to, to be successful. So we have to realize that we're in a learning situation. Failure teaches us to be better learners. We have to realize that without failure, we can't be successful. Do I mean that we have to have failure in order to be uh, successful? No. But what I do mean is that it is a part of the process. So we have to understand how the process works. We can't get better until we make a couple mistakes. Then we adjust to those mistakes and become better. So let me give you a, a little bit of my story. And when you hear this story, put yourself in the mind of a 20-something girl, because this is when I was, like, in my 20s. Uh, I was in school. I was in college. And unfortunately, for whatever reason at the time, I don't remember the exact circumstances. It, it might have been uh, I was distracted, which is another problem sometimes in life when you're, when you're lacking focus. So one of the things that I forgot to mention is you have to have focus as a part of your process in dealing with failure. So my lack of focus is part of the contribution to my problem that I had and how I became a failure in this situation. But I was kicked out of college. I was on probation. I couldn't get myself out of it, and I got kicked out of college. Um, One of the most difficult, if not the lowest point of my life, uh, I would say the other low point was probably uh, receiving two cents in my heart and, and knowing that I had this coronary artery disease, uh, and I needed to put two cents in my heart. That was the second probably moment in my life. But this is the first one because it was the most uh, game-changing situation in my life. And I, and I look back to that every time I look at where I am today. And today I'm a, I'm a master's level clinician. I have my license in alcohol drug counseling. Uh, in the present moment, I work with people in, uh, in a county jail, and I help them with mental health and substance abuse problems. And I look at that, and I say, how did I get here? But I I got here for a lot of reasons. I got here because I had two parents and family that were always there for me. I had people around me that supported me in everything I did, and I think that was the biggest help. The other help, I have to say, is I was involved in martial arts. I've been in martial arts for 40 years. Uh, At the age of seven, eight, I started doing that. And the concepts that you learn, the discipline and the training that you learn through your mind and your body and your spirit have really strengthened me as an individual. And I think without those things, the love for my family, the involvement in sports and knowing uh, very strong leaders in my community and in my life helped me to become a success. So when I got kicked out of school, one of the things that my father said to me and my mother said, you know, instead of sitting there looking at the floor and thinking about what you're going to do, why don't you just think about what you can do? And I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Like, I didn't think, you know, I guess I wasn't, I was just in the emotional part of it, and I was just trying to deal with my emotions. And that's what was really difficult was the emotions. I really felt like a loser. I felt, I felt that I was, um, I was a failure. I didn't know if I ever could get myself back to where I wanted to be. Um, my biggest thing was, oh, my God, what are my parents going to think of me and all that? But they didn't do that. They just said, what do you have to do? Is there an appeal process? And I said, yes, there's an appeal process well, what are you going to do about it? I, I'm going to do it. 
well, when are you going to do it? Uh, I'm going to do it now. But I was just in the emotional part of it. I just couldn't get myself to do it. But I eventually did. And I made some phone calls to people that I knew. And it's great that I had relationships. So, uh, you know, when you think back, it's so great when you've established an amazing friendships or relationships with either teachers or people you know in the professional field of school like that. And you can talk to them and say, can you do me a favor? I am in this situation. I really need to get back to school. I made a tremendous uh, mistake that I'm not liking, and I would be happy if you could write me a letter of recommendation. And, and I'll tell you, every single person that talked to me was, sure, absolutely, I will do it for you. And the only reason they did that for me was because of the way I was as a person and how I respected them as a person uh, on the outside of school, too. So I established those networks, those relationships that really helped me. Uh, so sometimes, you know, what you do when you play at the theater, when you are true to yourself, you never know what can help you in the future. So when you look at failure, don't look at the failure. Look at what avenues can you go. You know people that could possibly get you out of your failure. When you can't make a payment in your rent and it's $500, do you know five people that can give you $100? Do you know 10 people that can give you $10? Whatever it costs to make up that $500, how do you get there? So in my case, I did what I had to do. I had to talk to so many different teachers. I approached them. The worst thing they could have said was no, and I would go to the next person. And I did my letter I was supposed to do as a, as a regard to the appeal, and they in turn submitted their uh, letter of recommendation. And sure enough, I was accepted back into the school. And would you know, I did so much better. I changed my career from where I was. I think I was, uh, was going to do physical therapy, and because I failed in, in one course, I didn't, I guess I didn't, I, was, I had a B average, and I went to an F, and it was terrible. I had to, uh, you know, change all that. But what you really understand is that things happen to you, but do you let them mold you? Does it allow you to just say, forget it? I didn't say forget it. I kept on moving forward, and I pushed myself forward. So that's really important, folks. You have to be resilient in your mind and your body, and your mind will take you into the action that you give it. So if I give myself negative, negative thoughts, I'm going to go into a negative action. That means I'm going to withdraw. I'm going to step away. I'm not going to be active. I'm going to be inactive. So one of the things we have to be careful of is what we say to people, what we think about ourselves can project a certain behavior. So sometimes if I project a negative thought process out there, I might get that negative vibe back. I may surround myself by negative people because I'm negative, so I may attract negative people because of what I'm thinking or what I'm saying. I also can hurt people through my negative thoughts or negative statements. So I've got to be careful of what language I use and what things I say to people. It's so important. You know, when you hear about people getting abused and, uh, you know, parents out there, hopefully if you've done this, you know, you're, you're, you're at this point where you won't think of this anymore. But what you say and do to your children or what you say and do to your people that you know can really impact their life. Uh, it's so important that we, we realize that failure is just a part of life and we need to just, you know, regroup, reposition our mind, our thoughts, and say, how do I get back to square one? How do I get back to the foundation? How do I get back to the principles that got me to where I was? I wanted to be successful in the beginning. Why can't I get there now? Well, if you can breathe, you can succeed. That's my motto. 
If you can breathe, you can succeed. When I'm dead, I can't do anything about anything I've made a mistake in my life. So if I wronged you, let's say, I've made some, I made some comments about you in a negative way, and I die tomorrow, I can't fix that because I'm dead. But if I'm still living, I just have to take the time to say when and why am I going to do what I'm going to do. Should I do this? Should I not do it? So my approach to that, what my decision will be to change the course of my life will make my life in a better way. So when you see failure, think about what am I going to do after the failure? So what you do after a failed situation is more important than the failed situation itself. Let me just say that one more time. It's more important what you do and how you respond to the failure than the failure itself. Failure itself is just a moment in time, and it's asking you, and it's testing you, what are you going to do about that situation? Are you going to triumphantly go over that and overcome it because you have a different mindset and you have a different attitude? And through each successful moment, every time you make one step forward, that baby step makes you so much of a stronger person. And I can tell you that when I went through my struggles, I did not make it in the beginning, but as I kept on pushing forward and doing those little steps by making those appointments with people and having them and asking them for their help, by me asking for the help was the reason why I became successful, folks. I chose to help myself, and I said, I'm going to do this. And because I had other support, I mean, of course you need support. So I would say, yes, the, the combination of my mind changing and the support from other people helped me to get to where I am today. So if I didn't believe in myself and I didn't push myself at that moment, I wouldn't have been successful, and I probably wouldn't have finished college maybe. I don't know. I don't know where my mind or my my thoughts would have taken me, but I wouldn't be in the place I am today. So I feel I'm successful today because I made some choices, and I listened. That's key. I listened to people that said, this is the way you want to go if you want to be successful. If you want to get back and this is what you want, then this is what you have to do. And, of course, I listened to them. So I hope that today was a tremendous amount of value for you. Um, I put my heart and soul. Hopefully all of you got some value from it. Please let me know. Comment in my Facebook page. You can find me at Getting Healthy Today on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on YouTube. Feel free to reach me there. Uh, you can private message me. I'll, you know, you can ask me to to con- contact you. I will, and uh, let me know, okay? So next week, uh, we'll be here at the same time, 1130. I don't know what the topic will be, but if you have an idea, please feel free to let me know as well, all right? So I'm going to leave you with this song uh, for the rest of the day. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend and a safe weekend. Take care, folks. Have a nice day. Mm -hmm.